Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace of God be with you. May His grace envelop you and embrace you. May His peace integrate into your being and may you know that peace. As with most things, the path begins with knowledge. Knowledge is the light that sets you on a path. And like a light, that knowledge needs to be used, used on your own being. A candle can light the way for you, or a candle can be kept in one place. You can't go anywhere in the night if you don't have some light. And allegorically, this world is in the midst of darkness, it's in the night. And knowledge is the light that takes us on a path towards understanding. But knowledge has to be used. The fruit of knowledge is action. And action means doing what you've learned through knowledge. In Sufism, there's a teacher who imparts knowledge to the students. But the knowledge that imparted, that's imparted is not just words and instructions. It's also the demeanor and the actions of the teacher. It's an understanding of the nature of a being that has gone on the path and has gotten somewhere. Incorporating the action of the knowledge that you learn that you've learned into your own life is what transformation is about. And what is this transformation? What does it do to you? It changes your state. It develops a state for you. So, everyone is looking for peace in their existence. Well, peace is available, but it needs to be worked for. We need to know how to obtain peace. We need to know the actions that we have to do to obtain peace. And what are these actions? They begin with a moral code that underlies what we do. In other words, we begin to truly understand the difference between right and wrong. And we do what's right and appropriate, and we stay away from what's wrong. All of the religions have this moral code. 
In Islam, it's called the Shariat. In Catholicism, it's called the Canon Law. In Judaism, it's called Halacha. But it's a set of rules and regulations that you need to follow, that you need to incorporate. The teacher teaches something else besides just the rules and regulations. The rules and regulations can be taught and are taught at the earliest phases. The next phase is to begin to understand what love is and to incorporate love into your being so that you become a being who loves. Now, this is a big step because now we go from an intellectual knowledge of things to actually acting out. But acting out what? Acting out certain qualities. In Islam, there are 99 names for God. These 99 names represent the qualities of God. These 99 names represent states that you can go into, a state of compassion, a state of mercy, a state of gratitude, a state of patience. One needs to understand these 99 names and what they represent. There's a book called the Asmal Husna, which lists the 99 names. One needs to obtain this book and read it and find out what those qualities are. Then one needs to begin to practice being those qualities, to practice integrating those qualities into your life slowly at first until they actually become the qualities that you are. Now, these things can't be measured, they can't be weighed, but they can be assessed just by looking at somebody that has one. They show up in a person's face, they show up in a person's voice, they show up in a person's temperament, and they change states. An angry person stops being angry and becomes patient. A hateful person becomes forgiving. There's an alteration in the chemistry of our being. So knowledge leads to action. Action leads to a state. And it's a state that we can be peaceful with. It's a state that we can be kind with. It's a state that loves. And we can develop these states. But to do that, we have to control our being until these states become our norm. Now, society has norms, but society's norms don't have to do with the internal state of beings. They have to do with external actions. 
The ones who go on this path, the external actions are given. If they can't perform externally appropriate actions at the highest levels, then there's no way that they can begin to perform internally appropriate actions. The internal actions are much harder to put into place than the external actions. And it's a step that's outside of religious control. Religion can make you perform certain rituals and it can watch over you uh, and beat you if you don't perform the rituals. But religion can't put love into your heart. Religion can't melt you. Religion can't make you at peace. Religion can't take away your anxiety. Religion, religion's external performances don't alter you as a being. Something else alters you as a being. And that desire has to begin to foment inside of us. The understanding that one, we can be transformed. Two, that the only way to truly find peace is to go through this transformation. And then we have to have the intention that we want to learn how this happens and we want to be able to do it. So we have to go after the knowledge. We have to find a way to find the knowledge. Then we have to incorporate the knowledge into our actions. We have to act with the knowledge that we've learned. And as we act with the knowledge that we've learned, our state begins to change. And as our state begins to change, then our intention becomes stronger and stronger for more change. And we're allowed to witness things that we aren't allowed to witness in the formative stages because we aren't ready. Mm -hmm. You can't swim until you know how to swim. And you certainly couldn't cross a river until you know how to swim or have a boat. But if boats aren't available, you have to know how to swim. So if you're going to get to the other side in order to see what's available, you have to learn how to swim. So it's the same way with our internal being. An angry person can't see patience. A hasty person can't see patience. An ungrateful person can't understand gratitude. A person who walks around with disdain for his fellow beings can't understand love. So we need to learn to recognize not only the good qualities, but the inappropriate qualities. We need to learn their nature. We need to study them. And then we have to learn how to do away with them. We have to learn how to dissipate them so that they don't have influence on our actions. So they don't have influence on our internal being. And 
when we learn how to do this, then our state begins to change. And as our state begins to change, our intentions become stronger. And our abilities in the realm of the spiritual world become different. All of a sudden, it's easier for us to be in a state of awe. It's easier for us to be overwhelmed by the majesty of our Lord. It's easier for us to see the grandeur of creation because we've slowed down enough. And because our actions are appropriate now, we're not so involved with our own being that there's not enough room for us to be involved with anything else. We've emptied our glass of ourselves so there's room to put something else in us besides the egocentric self. This is what this path is about. This is the study that we are involved with. This is what we've been taught by a master teacher whose name was Muhammad Rahim Bawa Muhayyadeen for many, many years. And in studying with him, not only did he tell us about these things, but he showed them to us through his actions. We not only were explained patience, but we were shown patience in the flesh. We were not only explained gratitude, we were shown gratitude in the flesh. We were shown mercy in the flesh. We were shown compassion in the flesh. And we began to know that it was possible that a body could walk around that was merciful, that was compassionate, and that if it was capable in somebody else, it's also capable in us. So we have to develop a belief system of the capability of what we can become. We must understand we are a work in progress and we can't judge ourselves harshly. We have to take it easy on ourselves to allow the progression to happen. But we also at the same time have to develop the discipline to do away with inappropriate actions, to do away with, un with inappropriate emotions, to not become attached to the will that desires inappropriate things. We need to begin to alter ourselves. And this requires great courage and great effort. It needs a strong intention and a strong determination. It needs certitude that it can occur. We have to understand that in fact, it is God's plan for us that this occur. We need to become convinced of that fact. And when we're convinced of that fact, the rest will fall into place. So we need to act as if it's going to happen. And if we are unsure of ourselves, then imitate appropriate action until appropriate action becomes what we are. 
And then the states of compassion will be ours. The states of love will be ours. And we must always understand that these states are what define God. Even though he is beyond comprehension, these are inklings of his majesty. And this great gift that he's given to us is a share in his majesty. The scriptures have told us we were created in his image. This is what it means. We were created in the qualities that are his. This is our birthright. May it come to pass that each of us attains our birthright. Amin, amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. May the blessings of his grace come to each and every one of us. May we understand his qualities and may they become 